You are listening to Rewire with Susan, the podcast where we break down concepts in software development in just a few seconds and discuss both technical and non-technical skills that will propel your journey as a developer. Ready, set, go. Here's your host, Susan. Hey, um, today I have a guest here with me, Dara Oladosu. He studied anatomy in the University of Lorry. He's worked as a software engineer with Andela, and he's worked with a couple of tools like PHP and JavaScript for different companies like CrowdScout, Elliot, and VMO. And what he primarily did was to integrate APIs and build reports for dashboards and custom features. And he also built some bots on the side for Andela's learning media team. Oh, and by the way, he's also the famous chap that built Quoted Replies, a bot on Twitter that allows you to see Quoted Replies to tweets and posts. Welcome to the show, Dara. I'm happy to have you here. Thank you very much, Susan. It's great <laughs> to be here. Yeah, and it's been quite a while. I saw you, mm-hmm. like, it's been, yeah, yeah it's, it's been, been 10 years <laughs> or 20, I'm not sure. Okay, maybe not that long, but <laughs> well um it's been an interesting year for almost everyone so what's the regular day for you right now like how is it different from how it's been before um that's a good question actually because for me it's not all that different i mean i've been working remotely for for quite a while and all this while i've been like cooked up at home even before there were lockdowns requiring everybody else to stay cooped up at home and work from home. So, like, in regard to work, um, it's pretty much the same for me, actually. It's more like the rest of the world is just joining me in the way I used to work before. So, right. nothing has changed. <laughs> just like, yeah, the regular, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, um, what, what, are you currently up to like in terms of projects or or um, yeah anything fancy maybe not fancy but like whatever <laughs> yeah I, I don't want to leak secrets <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah um nothing fancy really but i'm working on like a couple of side projects i'm freelancing for one company um remotely um yeah just and also i'm currently doing the um future founders um program by y combinator oh that's cool as well yeah thank you i'm just like doing as many things as i can find that are interesting to do nice side projects yeah so i also noticed that you currently use Vue on your project how how are you finding that yeah like Vue is spectacular it's I don't know, I feel when using Vue, I feel like I am cheating because <laughs> <laughs> things are so easy. It's like, so usually, um, back in the day, right? Or not even back in the day, like not too, um, not too long ago, most of the like interactive stuff I would build out would be maybe um, jQuery. So like put your dollar sign here, make this work, make this pop up and stuff. But that was like, at the point it will become cumbersome where you're trying to manipulate multiple things at right. the same time but with view is just so easy it's almost as if 
don't know. So the way it feels, it feels like the makers of View only use View, like they understand all of the <laughs> potential pain points that yeah. the developer would face. So like yeah. they, it's really well thought out and beautiful. Like I totally like share the same sentiment because I've actually like worked on with projects on Angular and React and it's like it literally combines the good parts of both of them and leaves out every other part. Like I get that um, the flexibility allows for people to do different crazy things and could potentially mess up the code base but I mean the flexibility that it gives is just everything like I can't <laughs> I can't like talk so much about how how cool it is how cool view is anyway um speaking of quoted replies I mean this really got a lot of attention I saw that video where Jack and some folks from Twitter I think the product lead as well was there. Even. You know, they couldn't, yeah, Kayvon, they couldn't hide their excitement about what you built. So how how did it feel for you? How did that moment feel for you? Uh, how do we feel? How do you think it felt? <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't imagine how it felt. So I'm trying yeah, to right. get you to put it into words. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it was incredible, right? Because so first of all, that day, I wasn't even supposed to be there yeah i saw like, that yeah it was serendipitous on so many levels <laughs> so like first of all my uber driver that was supposed to take me there was super late <laughs> uh-oh yeah it was crazy late so i got the invite late and then my uber driver was late so by the time i got in mm-hmm. somebody was on the mic talking about the bot and then the lady who interviewed me earlier she like the moment she saw me walk in she quickly went to the front talked with the guy who was like talking about the bot and he was like oh hey the person who made the bot is actually here he just got in and then they handed me the mic and then i like did my little quick presentation and i mean i was on my way back and came out like oh you hold up come back <laughs> <laughs> not so fast <laughs> uh, exactly that was that was like, i don't know it can be put you know, towards actually it was incredible and, yeah yeah out of the world yeah i can't imagine that yeah when you were even building that you ever thought that something like that would happen like (laughs) so just like a personal like that's why i mentioned um pain points when talking about view because like usually when somebody's building out something and it's the person's own pain point is solving for then it will be like properly built out right so Mm -hmm. like i just built this for my own personal like as a solution for my own interests and suddenly the owner of the platform is like you I see you. That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's, it's interesting. Oh. So how did you go about like actually building quoted replies? I mean, from the impressions that I saw that you got, it was pretty obvious that it was a huge need for people who use Twitter. So I would imagine that there was that aha moment where you discovered that this was all you need and you thought about building it. So what was the experience between that time and when you got the MVP? so to speak <laughs> out yeah <laughs> that's a good point i i wonder did i ever think about it blowing up i don't think so no i didn't really think that like it was a need for many people it was just a need for like i had seen a few people request for it like request for a way to like show so what 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 i had seen was when somebody would ask for for recommendations for say books right mm-hmm. people will come reply and say oh please 
since you've asked for recommendations, there are people who are likely to quote this question with their own answers. So please, RT, like retweet those so that we can see those as right. well. Right. And then um, I stumbled across a way to see those like quoted replies without anybody like retweeting. So like I did it manually like three times. I was like, yo, guys, if you want to see the um, quoted replies for this, just click this link right, right. and then you'll be able to see. And after doing that three times, I was like, yeah, I'm being kind of really silly right now <laughs> because this can be automated. Right. So why not just automate it? And yeah. I mean, so yeah, it's, go ahead yeah so it's it was the usage in the first few months wasn't really that encouraging like it was like maybe three people right people. right and then like six months down the line there suddenly like a hundred thousand people are like yo where do you guys come from <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just shocking because really. i was literally just about to ask you like what yeah. like what challenges did you um meet with mm. when you were building it like i'm sure you it probably didn't work out immediately like you started building it and also maybe it did i don't know you're yeah, it did not. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay um so what happened what happened initially so there's always a challenge right when building out stuff using third-party apis because okay. i mean like i said when um, you read out my bio, right? You also mentioned it that I have built, um, I have built Rider integrations using um, multiple third-party APIs. So there's always that challenge of, like, I mean, somebody else built the API and you right. don't exactly know what was going on exactly. in the person's mind exactly. when they built it, and they're like restrictions and gotchas and mm-hmm. potential bugs and stuff. And yeah, with Twitter, Twitter is a whole other kettle of fish because. Um, <laughs> A lot of um, a lot of the governance on Twitter, probably not a lot, but a significant amount, is mm-hmm. based on AI. Right. Like for example, if you create an account and the account just starts tweeting out links, there are AI systems that will like shut down the account and like take it down right away. So stuff like that are things that you have to um, like think about when creating such mm-hmm. import that will be replying people with links, right? So actually. Um, in the first few months was getting shadow banned that's the boss was getting shadow banned which is like oh. you would mention the bot and expect a response and the bot would actually reply but you wouldn't be able to see the response uh-uh. because one of the like ai's governing twitter had like <laughs> shadow banned the bot right. so yeah so just the worst initially um i kind of got lucky actually i was able to like mitigate that blocking like early probably not so early actually it, was, it took like six months before i was able mm-hmm. to like find a way around it so yeah that, that's one of the challenges that i had um second challenge is rate limiting right so like in the early days in the early days there weren't um there weren't so many people using it so it was just smooth sailing apart from the shadow banning thing so as far as you like you mentioned it, you got the reply but when it got to like above, a particular number of requests yeah, exactly. yeah because i mean you can only tweet 2400 mm-hmm. times per day so if the bot tries to send out more than 2400 replies right and, yeah and they were up to 3000 people a day trying to like make requests so like those people weren't getting their response they were like yo what's wrong with the bot so oh, i, I had I, to i yeah, didn't even exactly. know you could only tweet 2400 times a day 
Yeah. <laughs> that would be like tweeting 100 times in an hour. Like, yeah, thereabouts. Ooh. Yeah. And okay. then it's broken down like for that still into like subsections of 15 minutes. Like you can only oh, tweet. for real? Yeah, yeah for real. Oh, like, I guess that would be... Yeah. Exactly. I guess that would be to block out bots and all. But I know somebody that would tweet that much though. I think yeah, and... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And those people who tweet that much, they, they get like they get restricted actually. Like if you tweet too much as a human being, regardless, okay. then you get restricted. You won't be able to tweet. They will be like, yo, you're over capacity at the moment. You have to chill. Oh wow. And then Interesting. Wait a bit before. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yep. 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 Okay. Yeah. So you also built hide unwanted, unwanted replies. replies. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so um hide or water replies was actually built on requests from twitter okay like, um they were building out the hide or water replies api and they wanted a dev who they knew like kind of like mm-hmm. on a first name basis to nice right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, were, they basically wanted someone to like build out a solution on like the early stage before the public release and then like write them with feedback what they could improve like what rate limits would be ideal and stuff like that so yeah that's that's how um i don't want replies came about oh cool yeah. so i know you've had like quite a lot of experience with all these different companies for mm. quite a number of years you're like the one of the code metasellers or should i say semi-metasellers so what are some of the things that you would say were instrumental to building yourself up to this point as a developer um i'll say like a desire to continuously improve right like if you see something that you think would be useful like i don't know Basically, just like imbibe as many good habits as right. you come across. Yeah, that's that's what's been working for me. Like, if I see um, somebody's communication style and I see it's really efficient, that's like a thing that I have done. Like, I have tried to imbibe good habits that I have come across. Mm. Basically, that's one of the things. And just like endless curiosity too. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm endlessly curious, but to an extent. I mean, mm. when you see something you don't understand, try to like dig in, figure it out. And um, thirdly, I would say, yeah, challenge yourself. Like, don't just be like, oh, hey, I can't do this. I have no idea. For example, um, when I built the Slack bot for Andela's Nelly Media team, it was basically like out of, okay, what happened was they came to me to suggest, like they were looking for suggestions for how to improve their processes and i was right. like oh hey you can do this and then they tried it and it wasn't working so well and i was like okay so since it's not working so well we can build a bot for it you get and then they were like who's going to build the bot you're the only one in the room at the time <laughs> exactly and i'm a developer so like why not you dara <laughs> why not just build the bot first i mean and, if not yeah, exactly. If no, who? If not, you who? <laughs> and I hadn't built a Slack bot at the time, but I was like, yeah, I mean, it's always a first time, right? And it's going right. to be a great learning experience. So, like, challenges like that, don't shy away from them. 
and cool. stuff like that yeah cool so are there some more like twitter features in the works right now or some interesting projects going on on the side or if you tell me you would have to kill me <laughs> uh yeah definitely have to kill you oh no <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay so how about um stuff outside coding some hobbies and yeah should i send you my soundcloud oh yeah that's oh, no, true no 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 you have yeah what's your soundcloud name let me yeah, no, here no no it's embarrassing i can't oh no can't share my i'm sure it's not that bad i'm sure it's not it's that bad horrible. <laughs> yeah they're like two good two good soundtracks and apart from that oh that's cool yeah. so how how can people reach it what's the name <laughs> that's the same question that i just decided not to answer oh no <laughs> I thought yeah, um, I thought rephrasing it would help. <laughs> that too. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you want to, like, if you're in the mood to torture yourself, sure. I think right. it's SoundCloud.com/slash um, Uncle Dara. I oh, believe. cool. So for yeah. people listening, visit SoundCloud.com/slash Uncle Dara. So I'd like okay. you to give us um, top three picks and why. So this could be like books movies people culture just whatever something you find hmm. fascinating something i find fascinating hmm. um top three books i think okay top three things right top yeah three could picks, be books like, could be movies books, yeah movies. you can pick anything random okay um i'm going to pick a movie a book and a music composer oh cool yeah <laughs> a movie um that would be about time okay yeah about time is it's a it's a really decent comedy and it's a movie that doesn't take itself too seriously and i feel like everybody deserves to have that kind of entertainment in their life <laughs> so yeah that's why i'm thinking about time okay um a book a book would be Johnny from Flesh. Hmm. Yeah, Johnny from Flesh is sci-fi, and it's such a beautiful book. It's by Nicholas Yemakov. I'm oh. getting that correctly. Yeah, hmm. it's such a beautiful book. And I first read it when I was in SS2 in secondary school, and that's like what 12-ish years ago. And ever since, I have been looking for that book to read it once again. And the moment I got the chance to lay my hands on it, I like took, I grabbed oh, it with wow. all of my strength. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's beautiful. I love anything so, sci-fi, so I'll definitely be well, interested. You're welcome. You're <laughs> welcome. Okay, and a composer, a music composer. It's actually a, a movie. So they make soundtracks for movies yeah. and stuff. Audio Machine. My oh. God yeah audio machine is the best like they make they make um soundtracks and if you listen to their discography there's like nothing that you can't sound they can't find a soundtrack for for example there's this song that i feel could be played like at the like if the world is ending if there's a perfect song to play this would be <laughs> what right <laughs> Exactly. And then there's another one too that's like at the beginning of the universe, this would have been the perfect thing to listen to. So yeah. Um, so the title of the perfect song to right. listen to by Audio Machine, if the world were ending, is The Final Hour. The Final Hour. 
Oh, yes. I see. Like even the title makes sense. Yeah. It's just perfect. It's just caring, caring that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that that's cool. That's cool. Um, thank you so much, Dara, for coming to the show. I this was like a super interesting and exciting conversation, and I hope to see you sometime in the future. Hopefully, not so far from now. <laughs> and I wish you all the best. Thank you, Susan. This was fun for me as well. And I really look forward to seeing you as well. Probably what next month or during this Christmas. Who knows? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, yeah, I come around. It's been an amazing dev chat with Dara today on the show. Um, I had so much fun and I hope you guys did too. So till the next episode next week, I'll see you guys then. Peace. Head over to rewirewithsusan.com to catch up on all episodes. Remember to subscribe to your podcast player or drop a review if you like this show. If you have questions, rants, or suggestions, send an email to hello at rewirewithsusan.com or DM at Sue Hastings on Twitter. Thank you for listening and talk to you soon.